Hey, Jenny Jam here. Welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I am happy to say that I am hosting this next podcast, and we go international again. We are definitely bringing in the international artists. It is going to be a great episode. I know you guys will like it. But let me tell you, we are in March right now. I'm on the East Coast in DC area. And、uh, the weather here right now, it's from cold to warm to cold to rain. But supposedly next week, it's going to be in the 70s. Like last week, it was in the 30s. And this week, it was in the 40s and it was rainy. And the 50s and the 60s, back down to the 30s. And now next week, we're going into the 70s. So the one thing about weather and when it gets warmer out, Is that it's a great time for musicians as far as work because we start getting those outside gigs. Yeah, so this is going to be a great time. In any case, we just passed our one year anniversary as Between Frets. So, congratulations to Fret Sisters and thank you again for listening and supporting our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. We're still coming up with some new ideas, some new topics. Trying to get some interviews in here. But if you have any questions, really just any questions about music, about a certain riff that you've been hearing on Riff Girl, about a, a guest or anything, or you know of anybody that wants to be featured as a guest or any videos, please feel free to email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram. At Fret Sisters. Okay, so let's get into it. This is going to be a great episode coming up. We are going all the way to Germany. Yes, Fret Sisters going to Germany to interview the great Tina Yackel. She is a teacher, a jazz guitarist, an all around great person. So let's get it. Are back. I am your host, Jenny Jam, and we are so excited to announce our next guest. She is a cross from the waters, an accomplished guitarist, studied jazz guitar around Europe, an instructor, a teacher, and has an abundance of tutorials on social media. I've seen all that on her Instagram, on her YouTube. Very great tutorials. She also writes. And performs with her band, the Tina Jekyll Trio. I hope I pronounced that right. Everybody, please welcome from Berlin, Germany, Tina Jekyll. Is that right? <laughs> yes, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh gosh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, I. You know,、um, I have to say that we found you. You know, as we were doing our daily posts. This is Fret Sisters. Mm -hmm. um, and I noticed your tutorial, so I immediately followed you、um, on、oh. my personal Instagram. Okay.、Um, because the、um, tutorials basically were more jazz, and I loved just how you broke down things, your guitar, <laughs> and everything. So yeah, so yeah, welcome. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very excited. <laughs> 
And I'm very is, um... happy to answer all the questions. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. Yes, Spread Sisters has gone international again. We're now in Berlin, Germany. Um, how's the weather out there? Yeah, it's actually not so nice. It's raining. It's pretty warm for the time of the year. So it's like, it has a springish feeling, if I might say so, but it's still very gray. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, that's kind of happening here. We're, um, I'm in DC, Washington, mm -hmm. DC. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it seems like it's kind of getting warmer, but it started raining yesterday. I think it's supposed to rain today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're about the same. Yeah. I, um, I read your bio and I noticed that in it said that your, um, first song or you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. but the first thing that you picked that you started playing was Stairway to Heaven. Of course. Mm -hmm. I resonate with that because I'm a huge Zeppelin fan. And yes, when I, um, my instructor taught me Stairway to Heaven yeah. too, one of the first songs. So let's go back to that time. Um, your earliest memory of music, you know, getting into guitar, mm -hmm. you know, did you come from a musical family? Like tell yeah. us a bit about that. Yeah. So I'm not coming from a musical family, but I have always been drawn to music very much. And the first memory is playing the recorder. So I played the recorder for like eight, <laughs> eight years. I started, I think when I was five. And I know that when I learned the first two notes on my recorder, that was sort of like a miracle for me. And I still know that feeling of uh, uh, producing two notes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's my deepest memory of musical yeah, experience. And then I played a lot of instruments actually, but all in a classical background because there was no jazz around in Europe. In Europe. There's very few big bands or jazz education in uh, public schools. It's really rather a classical education. So I've been playing the piano, I've been playing the violin. And then I stopped with all of that because I kind of got uh, frustrated with it because I wanted to be so very, very good. And I was already pretty late uh, with 10 years already wanting to be a very good <laughs> piano player so mm -hmm. I stopped with that and I didn't play an instrument for I think three years it's the only time in my life that I can remember that I didn't play uh, an, an instrument and then I went on that journey to Greece I wrote that on my website and there were so many people playing the guitar so like really on the beach playing acoustic guitars and they played Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> really? <laughs> and that's how it happens. Then I had to learn Stairway to Heaven and then I just never stopped playing, I guess, yes. Oh, that's so awesome. That is really great. So when you did that, did you go and say, oh, I'm going to find somebody to teach me or did you were like, I'm going to go to school for it? How, how did you... You know, were you self-taught or how did you yeah. do that? So I still went to school at the time. I still had to finish school and I was self-taught the like first two or three years. And then I realized that I really want to be a musician and then I, that I want to study music. And then I had my first teacher. And from that point on, I had like a really a lot of different teachers and had a lot of lessons and started practicing a lot. Mm. And yes. you stuck with the guitar. Yes, I stuck with the guitar to my own surprise, yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> because so, I've been yeah, switching a lot of instruments before, right? Yeah, yeah violin too. Violin's pretty hard. I mean, yeah. as far as like the way you have to hold it and just, yeah, it's different from a guitar, you know? Yeah. 
and it has no frets so when i had the guitar and the guitar apparently has frets most of the times so i thought oh man that's so easy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i found it so easy to play the guitar in the beginning of course only <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah because i know i picked up a violin one time and it was just how to hold it but i was able yeah. to at least play something because mm -hmm. of the because of the notes not that i knew what i was doing because i had mm -hmm. no idea but yeah. yeah yeah that's that's pretty wild so so you went to um what you went to school to study and but you're um you kind of were doing more jazz or you just started started um learning theory or how did you get into jazz yeah actually i really don't know that so much anymore i just remember that we actually really had like a club in the street that i live that um is like a fairy tale um when i think about it now because i'm coming from like a suburb of munich and when i walked down the street um there was a club where there was live music two nights a week and i heard somebody play like a guitar player something like a mixture of blues and jazz a little bit like in the style of John Schofield, Tropez and uh, that just like got me when I heard that the first time I really liked it so much and also improvising was just like so much fun for me. Mm -hmm. In Germany, in that area, I did hear a lot that they do a lot of busking or a, like how you were saying that people mm -hmm. were just playing in the streets. Yes, yes. Does that still happen? Because I remember I had a friend that used to go out there like this was a long time ago when I was a yeah. lot younger that yeah. would that would go out there with friends and they just go out there and play music so I'm, I'm now in Berlin now living in Berlin has a lot of busking I mean if you ride the like a public train there are always people coming on playing instruments and there are certain spots where you will always find people making music and that's really really great so you can listen to a lot of music for free in Berlin Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to go out there. <laughs> yeah, out. come over. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, when did you like just start like playing out? Like, mm -hmm. did you have a first gig experience or actually start, you know, saying, hey, you know, this is this is my thing. I'm going to go out. And I'm going to start playing. Mm -hmm. Let everybody listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I have been studying in different schools, right? And the first one was in Würzburg, which is like a really uh, rather small city in Germany. Mm -hmm. But uh, they had like a very lively music scene. And I was studying for like one year and I already had gigs to play. I already had my own session. And that was really like, wow, you, it can be done incredibly. So this was really the starting point, I think. That's that's great. <laughs> that's a lot easier. That's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, so it's different in every city, of course. So in Berlin, it's different. But at the time there, I met so many people. And I think because the town was so small, everybody knew each other. The musicians knew each other and you would get recommended. And then it was like sort of rolling very easily at the beginning for me at least yes oh okay that's great because you were a female guitarist mm -hmm. was there anything that like any obstacles or mm -hmm. just any kind of egos that you had to deal yeah. with or anything like yeah, that all, all the time <laughs> really oh gosh so it happens everywhere it just yeah. doesn't happen here <laughs> It's just part of the life and I, I, I'm always trying not to focus too, too much on it because I think it like distracts me from the things that I want to do. But I think it's a reality. I have been going to sessions very, very much, I think for years. And um, 
I, it was, when I'm in a good mood, it's sort of a sport to go in a session where nobody knows me and then everybody's like, oh, there's a jazz guitar player. And they sort of panic and then I go on stage and then everybody's like really, oh, great, you have been playing so great. So, mm. But if I'm not in a good mood, then it's of course, then I sometimes think, why is it so hard? Because as a, as a woman in jazz, I'm very often alone, I have to say, on stage. Mm, yeah. Not so many female instrumentalists, right? Yeah. yeah, and and the fact that we still deal with that in 2020. Yeah, oh. yeah I know. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, such it's, a shame. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought when I was younger that that was, would be like totally different, but I still see like that women, because I teach a lot of girls as well, and I really try to like motivate them. And I see really like that's not easy for, for them. They really need to want it, really, really know that they want it. And if they don't, if they're not sure if they want it, then it's going to be really hard, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. let's get into your teaching. I know that in your bio, you are instructor, private teacher, and as well as um, teaching in schools. Mm-hmm. So um, you're still doing that right now, right? Yes, yes. I'm teaching in a public school where I'm like really teaching from five years to like, I don't know, 65 years, 70. Then I have my, I have private students who come especially for the jazz guitar lessons. So that's the mix that I'm having at the moment. Because I, I'm teaching at the public school for like making sure to pay the rent. So mm-hmm. it's like a safe thing because there are not so many people who play jazz guitar or at least for me, it's easier to teach kids. They, 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 I have a really lot of kids that I can teach. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah get yeah, the young, yeah. get, you yeah. know, feed the youth. Feed <laughs> the like, youth. <laughs> feed them that jazz, too, uh, or yeah, diversity that, jazz. Yeah, I'm not, I, I have to admit that I'm not feeding my younger pupils jazz. I think that's, is that in, in America, in the USA, is that more common or? Uh, what that they that they teach jazz? Yeah, too young, to really uh, young students. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of I guess prodigies or young younger yeah. um yeah. the younger generation that do learn. A lot of them though, from I know one of our fret sisters is a guitar instructor at Guitar Center. I don't know if yeah. you know Guitar Center. Yes, um, I think but so. um, she says a lot of the kids there yeah. want to learn the music of today which yeah. doesn't really have a lot of guitar in it. So. That's true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but there are some, because I, I'm involved in a lot of guitar groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. There, I've seen a lot, uh, a few of them that are, you know, between 16 and 18, that love like the old rock, like Jimi Hendrix. Ah, and, yeah. You know, really just yeah. Um, Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan. Oh, yeah. And we notice, you know, a lot of our our guests, guests that we have here on our podcast, a lot of the younger artists that we um, interview, they are like that too. They're like Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, Robert Cray, mm-hmm. you know, Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, really old. Like the classic yeah, rock. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 classic rock. That's it. The icons. And yes. we're like, yay! <laughs> A very good start, I would say. <laughs> you know? It's like, keep that music alive. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. I read an article that like, rock guitarists dying or something. I think there was a big article in one of the big magazines because uh-huh. there are not so many guitar solos around anymore. I don't know yeah. if that's true, but it's true that the, a lot of music that is actually in the being played in the radio doesn't have so much 
electric guitar anymore. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I know, I know, like the the recent, I guess, hip hop they call it the um, the freestyle kind of hip hop rap kind of stuff. They're bringing back like guitar loops or yeah. really, like guitar chords mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. thing, almost like R and B jazz, kind of mm-hmm. like a little jazz. Yeah, type thing. that's true. Yeah. 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 So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep teaching those kids. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. <laughs> when when did you first start doing the tutorials online? Oh, it's actually 2016 when I uh, was pregnant.、Uh, that's when I started actually with my smartphone on my couch. <laughs> oh really? So if you want to see the really awful ones. <laughs> <laughs> You have to really scroll down because it's audio and video is really terrible,、uh-huh. and also you can see my, you know, like my stomach getting bigger from video to video、oh, wow. because I'm pregnant. So、yeah. it's sort of a, like a like a document for myself as well. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and I realized that I wouldn't go out so much anymore, especially if it would get really loud. So I would still play the concerts that would be、um, important to me, but I would. Not hang so much anymore in pubs, and that's why I started、um, sort of like recording those videos. And also, like it's another creative outlet for me, and I really very much enjoy doing those videos. Yes, your videos are very informative, and they're so great. I mean, because you put graphics on there too, as well,、yeah. <laughs> which helps so much. And、mm-hmm. just having. Somebody taking that time. I just think you're feeding a wide audience, helping out a community of、oh, you know、yeah. of people that want to learn. I think it's、yeah, so、you. great. Yeah, if that is if that is like this, I'm really happy. That's really my goal because, you know, probably when you play for a long time and you try to explain to something to somebody, it's sometimes really hard to understand what somebody needs because for myself it's so clear, you know, and then I don't know what. I really need to explain then sometimes to the person, especially if it's a wider audience, audience like in YouTube, so many、mm-hmm. different people from different countries with different skills.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because social media has become such a、uh, another platform for musicians,、mm-hmm. and it's like a go-to, and it's almost like playing a venue. Yes, it's true. Yeah. yeah, you know, which is so great. Let's get to、um, any of your solo projects or.、Mm-hmm. I now I went on your website <laughs> and I noticed you had a song called Minus One. Uh huh. And is that an original?、Mm-hmm. Yes, I wrote it in Paris. Isn't that romantic? <laughs> oh wow! Because it it is it sounded romantic. I when I heard it, I was just like, wow, this is so soothing. Yes, I wrote it like I think twenty years ago. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Because I had like、um, you know, in, it doesn't exist in the states, I guess, but it's called Erasmus Exchange in in Europe. So when you're studying somewhere, you can have an exchange into another European country. So I had an exchange from Amsterdam, where I've been studying, to Paris for some months, and then I went back to Amsterdam and studied there. Oh, okay. And that's when I when I wrote that、uh, song because I had a piano in the apartment that I had there in Montmartre, which was really nice. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I know that you have your your trio. Yes. And in your trio, do you, what does your trio consist of? First of all, it's bass,、uh, bass guitar, and drums. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. And do you sing as well? No, mm-hmm. I am. I'm a terrible singer. I, have yeah. <laughs> I am too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> People are, like, people are always like, do you sing? You sing? Are you? Bo-? No, I don't sing. I just yes. exactly. <laughs> don't ask me to sing. <laughs> okay. So, um, in your trio, do you play your original music, or is it like a co- like bit covers? Mm-hmm. I guess jazz yeah, standards. It's, it's it's both. I try to do like a special arrangement for songs uh, that are more often played like jazz standards but then I always also try to write some songs on my own and then we always work on them and change them up and yes that's the process I guess yes oh okay and do you have any um any projects that will be coming out so the thing that I'm at the moment working on is this solo improvisation series I'm doing every Wednesday on my YouTube channel. So this is the most important thing for me at the moment. And then I'm just like playing jazz standards. I try to do that till the end of the year. So we'll have like 52 solo guitar jazz standards improvisations. And then I think that I'm going to make a recording of those standards who are going to have the most clicks or likes or let the people vote what they like the most and make in 2021. <laughs> oh, that is so great. What a goal. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is great. I love that. I love that that you put something in front of you that's I guess like it's a little challenge for you yes to... yes it's a challenge and I really like it because I tr- at first I thought I would like record you know like 10 improvisations and change the t-shirt every day and then you know like put them all on YouTube and automatically upload them and now I think no I'm really recording every week so it's like a diary for me as well and I really mm-hmm. like to see that Wow, that's awesome. Like, what what do you consider your style of music? And who are your musical influences? Yeah, I don't know. I think I would be rather contemporary bebop something. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Like, what's on your playlist? (laughs) (laughs) On my playlist when I'm listening, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, (laughs) it has nothing to do with this. I'm Uh listening to Louis Cole. Do you know him? Who is that? Louis Cole. Mm. Yeah. And, and um, Snarky Puppy. I'm oh, listening. I love Snarky Puppy. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I listen to a lot of hip hop. I really like hip hop. And yeah. at the moment, I don't listen to much jazz, but I have been listening to a lot of John Schofield, Jim Hall, and Brad Meldo in, in the last decades of my life, I think so, yes. Oh, at the okay. moment, I'm really like when I when I want to relax, I really like listen to hip hop or pop music, so that I won't start analyzing what they're playing there. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I guess you know because otherwise I'm not relaxed when I'm listening to music. Yeah, very very true, very very true. <laughs> so, do you like Anderson Pack? I, I was just, it, I'm just throwing somebody out there because <laughs> he has some great music. Anderson he's like a style. Yeah, he's like a style of hip hop R and B. Oh like, no, I don't know him. Kind of current. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, cool. You have to listen to that. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay. Oh my gosh, now I'm all like about the music. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Snarky Puppy, by the way. I've yes. seen him like like yeah. four times. Oh um, man, great. Out here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm like totally into that. <laughs> and you and you know that Bob Reynolds vlog? Do you know that? Bob Reynolds is one of the saxophone players. 
Oh no, no! I know the guitar player. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> he course. he has a YouTube channel. He he stopped vlogging, but he had like a vlog every day about his life and teaching and talking about snarky puppies and showing the rehearsals and where he's flying to. And it's if you like snarky puppy, maybe you should check out Bob Reynolds. It's really very very oh, cool. Oh yeah. yeah, I will check that out. I will yeah. check that out. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's get into your gear. Because I notice um, you haven't—is it an Ibanez that you're playing most of the time? Yeah, I'm playing an Ibanez Pet Messini PM100, or I'm playing an Ibanez AS50, an older one from the 80s, from the Japan, from Japan, and I'm always switching between uh, the two. Um, I have been playing the. I've been AS50 for a long time, you know, because it's a se semi-hollow and it's of course has a totally different sound than the Pepmethini guitar, which has like a much more acoustic guitar sound. And yeah, so I'm switching back and forth between those two, playing uh, Henrix and Jazz M, but mm -hmm. I also have an old Polytone Mini Brute, Brute 3, which sounds incredibly nice but it's very unreliable it breaks down every three months so <laughs> that's why I have the Henriksen amps which is like a, a modern copy of the polytone but um, it's more solid it doesn't break down all the time yeah mm, okay. <laughs> which is good for the gigs I guess <laughs> yeah yeah exactly do you do you have any pedals or do you use any pedals or do you basically go clean right or go straight to the amp yeah most of the time I have a volume pedal and I have a holy grail I think it's is it holy grail it's oh a, is it a holy grail um reverb yes exactly TC electronics that I use yeah oh okay yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it really depends on where, what you're doing the style of music you're playing mm -hmm. you know whether yeah. you need pedals or not but mm -hmm. yeah I have an octave I have to say but I never use it but yeah <laughs> but I always want to use it because I think it's fun yeah but so I'm more like the purest I don't know you know, like keep it very simple. Yeah, just plug yeah. it in and play. Yes. Do you have any endorsements? No. When, no. No. No endorsement. But you will. <laughs> I, I guess. I hope so. <laughs> so I'm playing Darius drinks for a very long time. Oh really? Oh yeah. They are great. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. So the next, the next thing is kind of fun. I guess you kind of told me already, but but what do you do? It, when you're not playing or when you're not teaching mm -hmm. or not thinking about music yeah it's not a lot of time when i'm not doing one of those things i have to say but i i like to read books that's for sure i have been thinking about that uh, question too so and I have a little daughter, she's three years old. And what, I, <laughs> what, I, what I really like to do is like just to get out of the house with her and just like walk to through Berlin and drink some coffee or if we find a playground and just don't have a plan and just like, you know, walk around and discover the city. There's always so much to discover here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I really, really like to do, but I don't do it very often, but it's it's really nice, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just kind of like spending time with your family and yeah. your kids mm -hmm. is always the best thing. Yeah, totally, yes. Definitely. <laughs> so, Tina, do you have any advice for any upcoming artists or, I mean, since you teach a lot of the youth, the advice that you give them? Yeah, practice. <laughs> yeah, practice. Very good. <laughs> 
practice a lot, um, be stubborn, don't be discouraged. And I think for me, the most important thing is that if you that if you want to have advice, um, that you take it from the right people. Because I know a lot of younger people think, shall I be a musician or can I be a musician? How will I make a living? And that one talks with people who um, are doing something like this. You know what I mean? Like a freelancer or like a musician, but because uh, many people really don't understand maybe what it means to be a musician. And then they make may give advice which is not so helpful. So I would rather always think about who, who you ask for advice and then really listen closely. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great yeah. advice. Yeah. Really yeah. good advice. Tell everybody here where we can follow you. I know you mentioned your YouTube channel. You yes. Know, let us know. Mm-hmm. So my YouTube channel is like Tina Jekyll with the A with the two, two points on top of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Instagram is Tina Jekyll as well and Facebook as well. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. We'll definitely have those in our show notes, your, your website, your YouTube channel, your yeah. social media. And uh, and yeah, we'll be we'll be looking up the every Wednesday challenge oh, for you. Oh, please do that. That would De- be great. <laughs> definitely check it. Yes. Definitely yeah. check that out. We want to follow that because that's going to be happening all year. So yeah, yes, you yeah. want to be on top, and I'm going to be doing that too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Tina, thank you, thank you so much for the time, for giving us your time, talking about your music, your talent, your gift. We want to thank you again for being a guest here all the way from Germany. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for having me again. I really enjoyed this conversation and I, yes, I'm really grateful that I could talk to you here on the podcast. Oh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm your host, Jenny Jam. And again, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey, Rift Girl, what's our riff today? Let's give a little something what you're about to play. Hey! Hey, Jenny Jam here. Check out this chord progression. I'm playing an E flat minor, D flat to B, and then I turn around on a B flat minor to the A flat minor. Hope you like it. One, two, three, four. <laughs> If you want to learn more about this progression, then you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love. <laughs>